Oh, look at that. The button works. Look, let me tell you. I got so many buttons to play with tonight. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a little different. Thank you for joining us right here on What's on Joe Mind. And of course, we're going to get into all of that and our special guest host and our missing hosts right after our kick-ass theme song. Welcome back. We appreciate you sticking with us through that entire intro. Um, but it's a great night on What's on Joe Mind because we're changing things up, right? Just <laughs> when you think you know the answers, we change the questions. So with, uh, you know, show guru and, and heart of the broadcast, Mike Irizarry on assignment tonight. It means we're working at half Irizarry and uh, with Joe Colton out with a case of the pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> Out with the case of the baby. Right? It means we've only got two of the regular uh, four hosts. So who could possibly do the work of two men and more? Welcome in Troy McKee of Call Sign. Hey! Yeah, that's hey. And look, hey, I can clap because I don't have to worry about the <laughs> computer falling off my lap. Yeah, and, and that's that's something. You're moving on up, right? Yeah. So Reclaiming exciting. my living room. We're changing, <laughs> we're changing everything, right? And but most importantly, we're happy to have Troy here because to do the work of two men, you got to be thick in the crotch, bro. So, and everybody knows that is the the, the hallmark of call sign longbow. Is that's right, thick, <laughs> thick, in the crotch. thick in the crotch, bro. And for me, now I'm kind of familiar with Streamyard technology. I run my Eternal Baseball podcast on Sunday nights. But we don't do a whole lot that's technical. And there are so many buttons here. Like, I haven't sat in Captain Kirk's chair before. <laughs> and the power is incredible. <laughs> the, the things that the opportunity that I have. This oh is going goodness. to be like an episode of Dingo and the Baby. I'm telling you, it's going to be so good. Because there's stuff I haven't even heard yet. Like, <laughs> All right, so uh, it's this isn't going to be the fabulous sports babe, right? I'm more than a sound effect button pusher, um, but we are ha we are happy to be here. Uh, and uh, and Mike did pretty much every bit of the show prep he always does. So he left us with the groceries. Now it's up to us to screw up dinner. Uh, and no doubt that we can absolutely get that done. So um, move, you know, moving on, we've got. All sorts of stuff to get into tonight. We got a calendar. We got, I guess, a bit of news. Uh, but then we're really going to dig into what's going on with Call Sign Longbow because big fans of the product. And I was totally honest with Troy earlier because I'm an honest guy. And I'm like, dude, I'm all in. So I have not been paying that close of attention. <laughs> because unlike some, I'm just going to guess. This is no, I don't have any inside knowledge here. But 
given the patience level of some portions of the G.I. Joe uh, fan base, I'm willing to bet there's at least one guy sending the email, where are my figures, man? <laughs> yeah, yes? Always. There Not we always. go. About 20 minutes after the campaign ended was when we got our first one. So. <laughs> I, think, I think they assumed they're pre-produced. And, and, and again, Troy, fun, I right? apologize. I didn't right. understand how things work. It's all right, Rob. We're getting to it. Right. Just, yeah. just keep holding out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when the email, the angry email comes from hacktimerob at gmail.com. <laughs> Kind of figure out exactly what's going on here. Uh, we do appreciate everybody in the uh, in the comments. I'm getting a better sense of why sometimes I see a comment before Mike does because he's got a lot more going on uh, on his heads up display than I do. I uh, just forgot so, to turn the comments on. I mean, that's how right? that's how into it I am tonight. Look at this, man. That's what I'm talking about. We were moving. We were moving quick. Uh, we got a pitch right, clock right here. Now. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's good for the game. Uh, but look at this. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. See, big guns. Yep. That's it. So anyway, uh, we appreciate uh, everybody hanging on, everybody being with us. And let's see if I can get this part to work. Again, it's not all going to go right, but so far so good. Uh, and again, all credit to Mike, because I didn't do any of this. This is all Mike. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's my first error. E-Web. Because uh, we can't go to that without the intro, right? Hang on. Oh, yeah, we, we need the intro. God help us what's going to come up now. Right? There's a lot of them to choose from. <laughs> and I believe... Have you seen these? Right? Get ready for some bad shrooming. You're, you're in for uh, a treat. Yeah. Because <laughs> these hurt. I hated being on What's on Joe Mine. That brutal chest cut. I mean, I don't know if it was a good trip or a bad trip, but it was a trip regardless. It was a trip. Yeah. So there we go. And that, that'll bring us actually to the community calendar. Uh, we'll start out here. Uh, something near and dear to your heart, I do believe, Mr. McKee. The Denver GI Joe meetup. It's in it's in my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make it to this. How far outside of Denver proper are you? I'm uh, depending on on the part of Denver. If you're going from the dead center of town, I'm about I'm about ninety miles northeast of there. Okay, so so that's an hour and a half in good traffic and eight hours in the winter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, like, uh, it's it's an hour to get to the outskirts, and then it's the seven hours to get from the outskirts to the uh, to the center. Yeah. Is that why they put the airport like an hour out of town? Yeah, I'm, it's much faster for me to get to the airport than it is for me to get to downtown Denver. Much right. faster. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. So yeah, coming up. This is what Saturday, May twentieth. Uh, it's not. I don't know that it's a convention per se, but. Anytime Joe fans are getting together, it's a good time. So buy, sell, trade, nerd out. Why not? So yeah, Denver Mark Joe. from uh, Mark Two Toys is hosting that one. So, all right, and we and we trust this guy because yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's uh, my understanding is it's at a shop. Um, okay, uh, and he does a he does a lot of three D modeling work. So okay, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So you're vouching for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll vouch for Mark. 
If Troy says he's good peeps, I think he's good peeps. <laughs> All right. So we appreciate that. Uh, oh, yeah. Look at this. Michael told me that, too. Uh, there you go. So, okay. It works for me. Uh, so that's the Denver G.I. Joe meetup. We will, uh, we'll, well, we won't see you there, but Troy might. Uh, elsewhere, the Fort Wayne Hobby and Collectibles Show. This is more your speed, Rob. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot closer to me than Denver is. Yeah. <laughs> right? The Allen County Fairgrounds. Uh, that's a lot of different dates. So they do this over and over again, I guess, huh? They must, yeah. It looks like the next one coming up, May 21st. There you go. Right around the corner. Hey, free admission. You got to like that. Um, that's a lot of a lot of comic book. Not much G.I. Joe on that cover, but I'll allow it. Uh, Fort Wayne? Hey, when's the last time you went to Fort Wayne? I'm trying to think of the first time I went to Fort Wayne. Oh! Uh, <laughs> As in, avoided it like uh, Bayonne, or... No, no, more just like, you know, it's Fort Wayne, if, you know, if you're, if you don't have a reason why you're going. Uh, well, now you have a reason. There you it's go. Fort Wayne hobby and collectible show. Well, I got so. a college friend at Fort Wayne now. I should check him. Yeah, go say hello. Why not? Uh, here we go. We got Tidewater Comic Con. All right. From the Virginia Beach. Look, and this is right in Joe's alley, right? Yeah. So apparently I'm the only one they don't like <laughs> right here at Hasbro Ground Central. Who knew? Uh, so we got uh Dan, you know, voice of Bumblebee, a little Spider-Man action, Sergeant Slaughter. You probably know him. Uh Greg Berger, who I always, you know, he's Grimlock to me. Uh, but Joe, I mean, not that Slaughter, I mean, Slaughter's Joe, but Slaughter does a lot of shows. Adrian Palicki, I don't know how often she's out on the show circuit. So, you really want a chance to get yourself a little Lady J? Head on out and be nice, like we said about uh, the voice of Serana. Be nice to these people out there. If, if they're not on the circuit a whole bunch, let's not scare them off, right? I'm trying to think. Uh, Greg Berger did Spirit, Cutter, Firefly. So that's not bad. Yeah. He's, he's, but I, he's Grimlock to me because I'm a Grimlock guy. So, but yeah, there's plenty of Joe stuff you can get signed by Greg Berger. So, not bad coming up May 20th and 21st. Tidewater Comic Con. Maybe see an, a hysterically pregnant Joe Colton there. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. But. No, no. I, I mean, at this point, she'd have to be you know, rolled around and like, you know, like right. a rascal or something. That's probably it. She can't go there against Wes's orders because Wes would have to push her at that point. Right. <laughs> so anyway, Tidewater, if you, I'll tell you what, if you get a picture of Joe Colton at Tidewater Comic Con, send it to us. Yep. And uh, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. We'll send you a prize that may or may not be a slaughter's marauders barbecue. <laughs> but probably will be a slow <laughs> signs point to yes we do have that uh in the bottom of the prize hopper because uh, the last person got to take everything and they left it so, uh that's uh that's coming up uh and then i mean the big one uh joe fest 2023 and why is it the big one no offense to joe fest but anywhere larry's at that's the big one right yeah Pretty excited to see Larry Hama there. Uh, this is an Augusta. Other guests include Brian Atkins, Robert Atkins, Chad Bowers, Lisa, I think, I believe it's Raggio. That's Zorana, who's yes. her second appearance. So in, either she signed up for both of them early or we didn't scare her away <laughs> with her first appearance. So that's good. Uh, Fred Program, Adam Riches, Sergeant Slaughter, Keanu Young, 
many of your favorite guests, vendors, and toy makers, including, I think, including Call Sign Longbow. Yes. Right. So, since I'm the guy yapping all the time, let me give up the mic for a sec. What can we expect to see from Troy McKee and Call Sign Longbow at Joe <clears throat> You know, I think I think we're scheduled to do a panel, but we'll we'll have a booth set up there, um, and we're going to have um, we don't we don't have figures in hand yet, but we're going to have some other fun stuff. We're going to have some color posters. We're going to have some stickers. Um, we've got patches in um, some of the other some of the other items, um, you know, that that went along with the Kickstarter. Maybe maybe some other stuff depends on how much I get done in the next three weeks before I get on the road. <laughs> Right. But uh, but we'll be there. So uh, stop by and say hi if you're at the show for sure. I mean, it's it's the biggest Joe show right now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I like to think that the Joe community is probably pretty well informed. But for those who missed it or those who need a reminder, it's always good out there. Press the flesh, you know, flash some patches around mm -hmm. and uh, and spread the gospel. So yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, Joe Fest is a good time. And if you're there. Find Troy McKee and tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. And he'll be like, I know I was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, coming up soon. And that's it. I mean, not a lot going on beyond that uh, as far as the community calendar goes. So I do like the, uh, the pace. Oh, hang on. We got, we got requests here. Uh, well, that wasn't what I wanted. How about this? Right. Oh. We've we've got we've got shirts available on Teespring, uh, and I've I've heard a lot of feedback that people want thick in the crotch shirts. Mm. Uh, so we <laughs> we we may do that if I get some time to put together a graphic. <laughs> you know what it needs? It needs it needs the quote and it needs an arrow pointing down. Right? <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be our bestseller. We'll do more of that than anything else. Yeah, that's classy. <laughs> yep. Hey, and, and since we got we got the, the head of the brand on, right? Who's the artist for your call sign longbow merch? So there's um actually there's there's uh a couple of different folks working on, on different pieces of it. Um the comic book style art um is typically done by Rod Wiggum, um, who does some of the comics and stuff. The packaging art is being done by Douglas Hart, who did a lot of the Joe um art in the 90s. Um, he did, he did like all of Ninja Force. He did all of Mega Marines. I know he worked on Air Raiders and Stargate and, uh, he can't even remember all the stuff that he worked on when he was at Hasbro. Cause he was, he was on staff and he worked on a ton of stuff. Um, but he's, he's doing our packaging art. So depending on what kind of art you're looking at, it's probably one of those two guys. There you go. And, uh, as Torpedo, 80, Torpedo 83 reminds us. You always got to make sure that we plug the damn show. We just we just got finished plugging everybody else's show. I'm looking here through my buttons because I thought I saw something earlier. Yeah, I mean it's almost. Hey, you think we get a plug the damn show jingle? Plug the damn show. Plug the damn show. Plug the damn show. Plug the damn I don't think I've seen that one before. I think that's a debut. Uh, oh, I probably stole it from Mike. He's going to be so disappointed. I did like the, was that a Dolly Parton cameo? Yeah. yeah. Just try all the buttons. Don't, <laughs> Just see don't wait for Mike. Right? Make sure they all work. 
I as mean, long as as long as you don't hit the one that says end call, we should be right. <laughs> yeah, and there's one here that says end broadcast, and I know some of you are rooting for that. Uh, <laughs> but we'll just know that I can hit that ripcord at any time. We have not yet begun to blather. I'm telling you, there's so much. <laughs> Wow, careless whisper. I'm just telling you, there's so much going on here, and hardly any of it makes sense. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, it's just like the Twin Peaks episode of What's on Joe Mine. So, hold on. God, there's so much to do here between the banners. Like, look, this is what I was looking for earlier. Can I even get it to work? Yeah, baby. <laughs> look at that, right? Like... So good. Anyway, now I understand why I got a new respect for Mike because he manages to sit through the show with all of these weapons at his disposal and he doesn't he doesn't indulge too often like I'm doing. Uh, but there's always something that ready to pop. Uh, we do want to thank Yankee fan Gary Godso uh, and what's on Joe Mind Legend for stopping by the show last week. But now as you know, it's time for the news. Look at that. Man, it's, it's not even that hard. I think I'd be good at this in, in another 10 or 12 tries. Um, but jumping into the news, first news item. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Force, the Kickstarter that was uh, revamped, revived, and relaunched. Uh, so you can take a look at this. Uh, over on Kickstarter, uh, retooled, which is, it's funny to say retooled when it hasn't actually started yet, but that's cool. Uh, so uh, looking at, at funding at 35,000 bucks with these figures as your lead off, that Shinobi, Tarashi, Master Obake, and I'll probably butcher it, but Kyonshi. Uh, missing my guy though, the tie-dye gradient blue to purple ninja, but I'm sure we'll get him. Uh, just go to a Kickstarter, search for Legends of the Hidden Force uh, for full details and stretch goals. Funding continues through June 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So right after lunch, I guess. Uh, they're wrapping it up. Uh, but I, I, I really thought there was a lot here when we first went through it. Um, but there was a lot there. So I wonder if people got a little, a little if their heads were swimming a little bit because there was so much content revealed at once. So it looks like this is a, a bit of a tighter offering just to get started. And then hopefully, hopefully that, uh, that works out. Uh, Cause this is, this is a well thought out set. And I really like almost everything they're doing here. Um, but I'd like, you know, I'd like to see them uh, hit it here on the second try. And there's, there's plenty of Kickstarters that have done really well the second time. Oh yeah out right for you got you you got some kickstarter experience right yeah yeah and you know that's the thing it, it's not odd you know you you kind of it it's hard going into a kickstarter especially with an all new uh property or an all new concept because you just don't know what the response is going to be and you can absolutely run yourself in circles trying to second or trying to guess, you know, where you think people are going to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that you kind of fight with about, you know, where is your funding goal and how much are the packages? And, you know, if we get X number of people, is this enough to make this work? And if we only get this many people, is it enough to make this thing work? And there's a lot to do with it. So it's, 
it, there are so many variables. Um, it's, it's hard to nail down, but there is nothing wrong with if you launch it and there are issues or it, it doesn't um, take off the way you thought it was or something comes up, there is nothing wrong with like they did here, putting on the brakes for a minute, going back, kind of looking at your fundamentals, making some changes and then coming back and doing it again. Cause that's, you know, in the end, that's going to make it a more successful campaign. So, um, you know, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with running it a second time and you learn a lot of lessons um, as you, as you do more and more. So it's uh, you know, I think, I think this positions them much better this time around. And I can see like, you know, back when I had, you know, a little, a little bit of time to work on the Joe brand, I was constrained massively on how many figures we could make and how many, what our tooling budget was. And so mm -hmm. it, it was exciting just to be able to do anything, but without, without, those kind of severe limitations i can see when it's your own idea and your own baby and your own spin on the kind of figure you grew up playing with i can see how you can how it's you could possibly get a little lost in it right mm -hmm. so sure. i i like this i think this has got a really good shot rob you uh you feeling the legends of the hidden force i think it's a good thing that they've gone back and just kind of streamlined the whole you know the, the whole offering there and it gives it a tighter focus i think it I, I think it'll do quite well this time around yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm feeling this here i think they're gonna have this uh this roll through and fund and, and as it says you've got uh till june 11th at 2 p.m so you can get a big burrito come back fund it and uh and watch it win at uh two o'clock on june 11th so we appreciate that and we wish them well next news item do 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 Meanwhile, it has for a pulse. So, dun, dun, dun. I mean, man, that print's really small. I, I've read it before. I'm not going to read it now. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, you know, like we talked about when, it, when they first put it, I really dig this, right? Like, it's totally fine to put teaser stuff out there. Oh, yeah. And breadcrumbs are great as long as it's not leading to Chris Jericho's return. Uh, I'm down with it. So, uh, I hope people aren't frustrated that they aren't getting the news right now or won't be disappointed when whatever the reveal actually is. This is good stuff. They should do, not just they, everybody should do more of this. So I like what we're seeing here. Anybody got, anybody got a guess as to where this is leading? Um, I'm wondering if it's not leading to another HasLab on, during Yojo June. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe a Joe vehicle. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat. That's that's kind of what I picked up from it. I'm ho and and I I have said and I think a lot of people agree with it that a vamp just makes way too much sense for reuse capability and it doesn't and it wouldn't have to be, you know, faithful to the 82 vamp, but a good-looking vamp to to battle, you know, against your his tank. Kind of feeling that I think that's there's a lot of legs there uh, as far as vehicles go. So wouldn't I don't think anybody would be mad if they announced a vamp, right? And I'm not sure. I don't know how big they could go like that. <clears throat> His tank's pretty damn big, yeah, and pretty damn expensive. So what's the ceiling on vehicles for even for a Hazlab classified? I don't know how much bigger than a hiss could go. I'm not even sure you could go Mobat. 
But not to start anyway. Maybe if the vamp's a big hit, I think that might be the upper level of it. Even though I know most people are like, hovercraft. Yeah, no. I never had a flag. I want a flag. The hovercraft will be the size of the couch I'm sitting on. Yeah. Pump your brakes. Uh, let's have a devil fish first. Yeah. Before we go full on hovercraft. So uh, let's see here. Matt Rubin seems to uh, think he sniffed it out. All right. Victory Saber and Death Saurus. You know, two two names that absolutely resonate with the U.S. collectors. Uh, but those things both funded, so, you know, can't be that bad. Yeah, I guess that's true. We can't argue with, uh, can't argue with uh, success, although some people have tried. Some, uh, some love for the Snowcat. Size-wise, they could do a Snowcat, I think, don't you think? Uh, it's not that much bigger than a Vamp. I mean, it was in the same class of a vehicle back in the day. Yeah, Snowcat and, and Hiss feel, you know, in the same weight class at least, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd sanction that fight. Uh, I don't know if Snowcat would be my first Joe vehicle, though, right? No, we'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, like, I think they'd want to do something a lot uh, more iconic, like a Vamp or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Diana Davis being cryptic. Ooh. Ooh. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, she's good at being cryptic. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, oh, and that, but Dave McDonald for the win. Bridge layer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what this means then. You know, Tollbooth and Tiger Force, Tollbooth variation. See, now we're talking. It's all on the table. Even yeah. as a kid who wanted to have everything, I, I think maybe that was my first pause. Was when the bridge layer came out. I'm like, ooh. We got it for Mike one year for his birthday. He liked it, you know. He dug it? Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I, I had it too. I got it. So it didn't help that the driver looked confused. Yeah. Right? And, but, and, it was still, and, and he didn't have the ball joint neck. So, you know. Yeah, that's true too. Eh, could be. Possible. I do think that's, and the cover girl figure is fantastic, but I, I do have a bit of a hang up about characters that were so well associated with their vehicle coming out as single pack classified figs. Like I was a big ACE fan because I love the sky striker yeah. as a kid. I don't know that I need a classified ACE because we're never getting a classified sky striker. Come on now. Yeah. But you know, I think, you know what they've done with cover girl, like over the years and even on the cartoon, it's a little bit more, you know, I, she was a little bit more, doable outside the vehicle like i think you could do wild bill without doing the dragonfly yeah it's possible. you know just like they're doing copperhead without the water moccasin yeah i'm feeling that. i don't i don't know if you can do that with like wild weasel yeah i don't know what do you think troy i think it's going to be a coastal defender yes with uh with a downgrade a box with a downgraded <laughs> and really frustrated cutter Right. Yep. Yep. No, yeah. I think I think that's the sweet spot right there. <laughs> yeah. Budget budget cut. Sorry about that. Uh, right. You know what? I think that's. It sounds stupid, but I think that's kind of possible because there's so little bulk to that copter. <laughs> right. You could pop the tail off, and it wouldn't even have to come in a box that big. Yeah. It's it's long, but it's not wide. You know? Yeah. There's just there's not a lot to it. It's pretty much hollow. So I'm not, 
I, I would kill pretty much any other suggestion of that size. But the dragonfly, I think that's possible. Possible. Right? Not probable. Possible. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Well, then it's canon. So, all right, fine. We'll 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 oh, dragon is dragonfly is doable. I want to I want to cut the audio from uh, uh, Rob a couple minutes ago where he said CoverGirl is doable, <laughs> right? That's that's a drop. Hold on, I have a button for that next week. Uh, but meanwhile, next news item. Do, 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 do. Look at this. Ooh. New box art from Oliver Barrett on Twitter. I'm digging both of these like crazy. Yeah. Especially that I, I hate to say it, but I think it was from uh, from Miami. Copperhead looks appropriately coked up in this shot. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's motivated uh, over here. So uh, digging that, uh, digging torpedo like crazy, uh, but then the the absolute payoff and the uh, the big win here is look at this. That's uh, on the right. That's Oliver Barrett actually, <laughs> Do, being his own photo reference for his shipwreck art. There you go. So, uh, the Academy Award for best use of a four ninety nine power strip. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to, it goes to Oliver Barrett. Apparently, the bird got out of the photo in time, but it's hard to take a selfie with a bird. Uh, but I like this. I'm always a fan of, of the more realistic, and and I, I hate to beat this drum, but that's kind of what I'm good at. If they had just kept one art style throughout all the classified, I would have liked it so much better. Especially when they went no no window, right? Then it was really obvious how badly the art smells. I, I, I think it was a lot more jarring when they went, which is why, I mean, this round, I think this is still windowless, but you get a big picture of the figure and then this art off to the side. So even if they went different, it, you know, it, would, it wouldn't be as jarring. Speaking of jarring, uh, Firefly has it on good authority that copperhead snorts through his mask it so. filters out the impurities right it's only the good stuff gets through none of that cheap stuff uh and this makes sense too yeah it's tough being the shipwreck uh anyway uh digging the artwork uh love the love the kind of unified style there i think that's pretty slick uh and is that all or do we have more let's risk it next news item do, 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 do. Oh, yeah! almost forgot. We actually had a news item this week, like a real legit toy one. <laughs> so the Arctic back image, courtesy of uh, Bees Battlegrounds on Instagram, that's called giving credit uh, for those of you out there uh, still trading. Uh, release date? Eh, we don't know. Uh, we saw this in the, in the uh, snow job promo shots. Looks like it's got a pistol, a backpack, sniper rifle, alternate chest plates, an alternate head. And a chainsaw arm attachment to make Ash proud. Uh, Arctic Bat. Gentlemen, uh, Troy, you're the guest. What do you think? Uh, it's interesting. I, uh, I'm, I've i never been one to think about all the different uh, variations of the bat. I guess I haven't been looking for it. So uh, it's very environment specific. I, it's got cool accessories. The chainsaw is awesome. But... Um, 
yeah, I guess I just I hadn't ever given much thought to an Arctic bat before. I mean, I do like that it's a, a new spin, right? Which is, mm. you know, it's not a new character, but it's halfway there. Yeah. So I dig that. What do you, what do you think, Rob? I Hey, look, that chainsaw attachment, you can get all three dreadnoughts on one figure. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. I never thought of that. If it came with a giant fork, you could have monkey wrench, too. Yeah. <laughs> or a couple grenades. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Fair enough. I, I do like that they when they send the bats up to the Arctic, they're like, well, we'll have to outfit them differently. Yeah. But, but Quick Kick is like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, no big deal. Snowshoes, I got feet. I'm good. Uh, but I think I'm like, I'm the one who's always saying, got to have new, got to have new characters, new ideas, new concepts. So I'm, I'm 100% behind this. I dig it. Uh, and yeah, if they, if they, if they want to do bats every so often that are desert bats that are scuba bats or whatever, love it. Bring it on. Well, it kind of makes sense. You know, you might have to have a bat that doesn't get all, you know, gunked up in the cold. So, yeah. And, and it, it kind of lends credit to the, uh, potential, uh, snow cat kind of thing. Right. Cause we yeah. got, we got snow job. We're getting an Arctic bat. I, I really thought that. Even back in the day, not to besmirch the OGs who put together the line we all loved, but I really thought they could have come around with the key characters environmentally more often. Yeah. Like yeah. Arctic yeah. Scarlet, Arctic Snake Eyes, you know, Desert Snake Eyes. Like, yeah. I think they could have could have done more with that rather than just here's a new snake eyes, right? Eh. Not just not just repaint, like, yeah, new, new figure. But I would like to have seen a little more of that back in the day. I think they didn't they didn't go far. I'm like the, the Tundra Ranger Stalker. That's great. I was surprised we didn't see more of that back in the day. So anyway. Uh it's got a it's got kind of you know, if you look at that alternate head, a lot of people are saying this, and I was saying this to Mike the other night. It, it looks a little bit like the blue ninjas uh cyborgs from the comics. Yeah, that's a good point. And apparently this is uh Zartan's gun. Mm. Who knew? Oh. Yeah. So, all right. Works for me. Uh, oh, this is a good. Uh, Draw's got a good point. You could totally have a battle bear. It would be. Ah, is it, tech, what do you, is that the same size as Serpentor's chariot or a little, probably a little bigger? Huh? Eh, probably roughly. I mean, you know, total plastic. It's. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, longer, it's maybe a little longer, wide. but not as high, you know. Right. I could see that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, and when Craig Cohen makes the makes the whole point, like you can't wear all black in the desert just for the heat, right? That'd be something. Everybody's running, get dusty, and the boys are all running around, snake eyes sitting on a rock, like good lord, sweating <laughs> in here. <laughs> I'm schwitzing. Yeah, you can't talk, so he's just doing like the high five ghost thing, getting their attention. Uh, but yeah, we can see that Arctic Outback. Okay, works for me. All right, I think this is it. So I'm not even going to go for next news item because I think that's... Oh, yeah. and of course. <coughs> by Chonky Tank Kitty and the Meowler Tank and our friends at the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast. So there you go. That's uh, that's what we're talking about as far as uh, news goes. Uh, but that's like, we're talking standard news, excluding 
anything call sign longbow related because now this is the call sign longbow portion of the program <laughs> and thank goodness because we managed to land troy mckee to talk us talk us through it so troy for people who don't let's let's do the uh, the elevator pitch for okay. the few people who don't know what call sign longbow is hit them with that knowledge so Call Sign Longbow is a three and three quarter inch retro O-ring action figure line. Uh, and it's got a story that's set in the 1980s with the Cold War. Um, there's a, an American uh, covert operations force for the good guys. There's a Soviet faction for the bad guys. There's another sci-fi villain faction called Steel Web. And the entire brand is kind of designed to fit with the collections that you already have. So no matter you know, what other O-ring figures you might have collected, if it was um, the core or some of the Rimco lines like American Defense or U.S. Forces or uh, Galoob's A-Team or Migos, Chips and Dukes at Hazard, right? It's going to fit in with whatever collection you already own. Um, so you Ponch and B.A. Baracus can take out some Russians. Absolutely. Oh, As good. we always knew they could. Right? I, I would assume so. It's, it's the mashup we always wanted but never got. It's what you need. Right? So, and, and where where are you at in the overall development, fulfillment, the whole the whole enchilada with Call Sign Longbow? So, we uh, completed uh, our initial crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter last year. <clears throat> and then we opened up our backer kit. Um, our backer kit pre-order store is still open as of right now. Um, the exclusives aren't available anymore, but all the regular product is still available for pre-order uh, as part of a crowdfunding campaign. Um, beyond that, where we're at right now is we are in the process of getting all the sculpts around and getting them to the factory so we can get them tooled. Um, and this is this turned into a fairly large project because um, we wound up with 11 figures. So we're we're working with it in chunks. We're doing a couple of figures at a time. Um, just because that's how it's going to have to be for the factory. They're not going to be able to just shut down everything and just do R11, right? They're going to fit a few of ours in here, and then they're going to do another project, and then fit a few more of ours in and uh, move some things around. So right now, that's that's where we're at right now is we're we're sourcing sculpts and working with the factory. And so for the for the people, I mean, most I, you know, I'm I'm pumping it up here. Most people know what's going on. But I'm sure they want to take a look at it again. And for the few people who just found out about it, where should they go to get a good look at Call Side Longbow? So they can go to cslongbow.com, uh, which is our website. And if you head over to cslongbow.com, um, we've got character profiles on there. We've got the digital um, edition of our first issue of our comic book, which is free to read. Um, the first issue is free to read. Um, and, uh, you, you can get those on the website. There's also a link there to the pre-order store. So head over to cslongbow.com, take a look at what's there. And if you like what you see, just go ahead and head on over to that backer kit pre-order store and you can, you can pick up the characters that are available. So, and for the people who are already in like me, uh, I know they've, the, and Rob, of course, uh, there's, they've been getting some sneak preview kind of stuff. That I believe you're, uh, you have been cleared by the boss, which is you, <laughs> to make its mainstream debut right here on What's on Joe Mind. Yep, absolutely, right. absolutely. So let me 
Let me bring up our trunk tank. That's not here. one of ours. No, 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 no. That's, that's <laughs> I was going to say that's wave two, but people would hold me to that. So <laughs> never, never, never mind the, uh, pay no attention to the cat in the tank, but I mean, Ooh. almost as good. Right. So I have it on good authority. We're looking at, uh, outlaw and uptown here tell me all about this yep so these are these are the sculpts for outlaw and uptown um they're both both two of our longbow operators so they're both good guys um and there there are some shared parts there but we were working we were working with a sculpting vendor on on these two figures um outlaw has a little smg there um and a gas mask he also has a bag that we we don't have the sculpt for yet but um, that gas mask is removable um, and it'll fit right over his balaclava there. So that's a that's going to be an, uh, a flexible PVC accessory. Um, so it'll be able to fit over the head. And we had him sculpt it just slightly large on him so that it will fit on the other figures, you know, because he he's wearing the balaclava. He doesn't really have any hair. So his, his head's fairly small, right? Because it's, it's pushed down. I wouldn't um, know what that's like at all. Yeah. The yeah, slightly well, small head thing. Yeah. yeah. So, well... Rob kind of knows he's got hair. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so we, it, it is just a little bit bigger. But again, that's um, that's kind of done that way intentionally so that we can fit it on other figures that maybe have bigger hair. That yeah. makes sense. I like that. And I like that because the, the my whole life has been reaching to the back of the fitted cap rack and going, I like this Yankee hat. Let me see. Seven and a half. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to work. Not going to work order, on this. Ordering off the website. Right? On this huge noggin. So fine. Yep. So anytime somebody said we made the, the headpiece a little extra big, thumbs up. I'm digging it's it. always it's always better if it fits on more product, right? Ab absolutely. The more, the more we can put it on, the better. Right. And not, um, and not, and not just to ki kiss the guest host's butt, but I like that foresight. I like that planning. A lot of people wouldn't have thought of that. So I dig sure. it. Sure. I mean, the idea, I mean, in an ideal world, right, we'd like every piece to fit with every figure. Now, that that's not really possible, and sometimes you need pieces that are really unique that only fit with one figure. But, right, part of the deal with what we're trying to do is here is we're trying to make something that feels like, um, you know, vintage product and has has the design standard and the, the architecture like a vintage figure had right they all worked from the same buck um you know in those accessory packs those helmets were still going to fit 70 percent of the figures right mm -hmm. um and that you know we're, we're trying to be cognizant of that whenever we can um it's it's not always something you can do but if we can do it great let's do it i dig it all right and then uh tell me about uh uptown so uptown here is our is our other um character that we've got a sculpt for here um, he's got a helmet, he's got a backpack, he's got a rifle, and then he's got a knife. Um, and you can see that we have um, forks sculpted onto that backpack so that it will hold that knife um, for when he's not when he's not using it. Um, but that uh, that figure, you can see he shares some parts with uh, with Outlaw. But we really when we when we reuse parts, if you go and you look at the the way the figures are colored up, um, where we've got the the drawings on the backer kit store. We really went out of our way to try when we reuse parts to make sure that we're doing them in different decos that look very distinct. And we're trying to always make sure that we're changing out heads and accessories um, so that figures don't ever feel like palette swaps. 
um, cause that, that's something that's easy to fall into. And that would be really cheap. Um, you know, if everything used the same paint masks at the factory and everything, you know, was just swapping out the colors, but anytime that we're reusing stuff, we're, we're trying to be very aware of that and really make that character feel unique as much as we can. And I know you probably get a billion suggestions every week on why don't you do this, but this is a good one. Because, one. because uh, you could sell 70 to Mike alone. There you go. Yeah. Right. Uh, my guess would be, I haven't actually gotten uh, a copy of this 3d printed yet, but my guess would be uh, that this gas mask might very well fit on a vintage beach head. I, I can't say that for certain, but uh, I know that outlaws head is of similar proportions. It's not like we sat down and, and made it the exact same size, but they're, fairly similar right if the the thing if the crotch is a match for the 86 beachhead now you're printing gold right? yeah. we're we're just gonna have to do that as a separate product right it's like an, an accessory pack all crotches it's just waste pieces that's all it is i i, I like the all crotch edition uh it's gonna go well uh firefly has a has a really good observation here and you're the man to answer it so they will it match what's on a vintage figure. So the rivets are going to go in from the front on the top, and they're going to go in from the inside at the elbow. I hope I hope that's what you're asking specifically. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I can see where the question comes from, though, because especially at the shoulder, it looks it looks yeah. like the opposite just sure. on this image, right? And these three D sculpts, I should say. So these these are three D sculpts of what the plastic will be. There's no hardware in these sculpts, so there's not a there's no rivets on on these images. If so you we're, were seeing, to look at we're the, seeing uh, the actual hole for the rivet, right? right? If you were to look at it on the back, there's no screw on these uh, on these these digital renders. There will be when it comes from the factory, but not um, not on these. No, that's a good question. Though. So call sign longbow is also hollow in the shoulder, bro. Yeah, yeah. For right now, just yep. in this image. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's. See what we've got next. I know I got more good stuff here. Oh, look at this! This is how the sausage gets made, boys Ooh. and girls. This is it. What so, are we looking at here, Troy? So this is tooling, and this is very, very exciting for us. So um, it is no secret um, that we also worked on um, the Robo Skull Mark II project for um, Skeletron, um, and we created an O-ring figure. Um, to go along with that project. There's a retro um, wolf trooper pilot um, that uh, comes comes with the with the Roboskull or could be purchased separately. It has an alternate Skeletron head and it has some some different uh, some different uh, pieces to it. Um, it is also not particularly a secret that that figure and ghost from Call Sign Longbow, which is you know one of the steel web operatives, um, share some tooling. So, that meant as we were starting to get ready to go and because Skeletron's moving in front of us, we kind of had to turn around and make Ghost our priority. Um, so more work has been done on Ghost than on anything else because it needed to be ready first for the factory. So this is steel tooling and this is an interesting shot because this shows some of Ghost's accessories and some of the Skeletron Wolf Trooper accessories because they're coming out of the same tool. So it's a mix of stuff here. So not all of this stuff comes with Ghost. Not all of this stuff comes with the Skeletron figure. Um, specifically, what you can see here for Ghost is his SMG, um, his claws, 
uh, claw dagger. Not sure what we what we landed on on the name for that. Um, and then um, his shield. Um, and so this is this is tooled. We have test shots of this, which is very exciting um, because this is this is where it starts to become very real. Right. When when mm -hmm. we start getting plastic samples, it's like, oh, this thing is really going to happen now, which is very, very exciting for us. Um, but I wanted to talk about something interesting here. Um, with Ghost, we had inspiration on Ghost not long before our Kickstarter launched. Um, John had seen some videos about an invisibility shield. And right before our project launched, there was actually another Kickstarter that was trying to build these invisibility shields. And what it is, is it's um, lenticular plastic. And when it's when it's bent at an uh, around kind of semicircular, what it does is it reflects the light from one side to the other and it kind of bounces across it, um, which is a really, really cool effect. Um, and we wanted to try and mimic that with Ghost, right? Um, and we weren't really sure how we were going to make that work, um, you know, because it, it's got to be kind of a very specific pattern. And we really thought, um, we were going to have to do this shield and then um, they were just going to have to etch the shape into the front of it. And we knew the effect wouldn't be quite right, but, um, you know, we were we were going to give it a try. And we thought, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, that's OK. Um, you know, we're, we're going to give it a shot. We're going to see what happens. Well, we talked to um, Dave Proctor, who's who's our partner um, on manufacturing. And, and Dave's a great guy and he's uh, very innovative. Um, and we kind of told him what we wanted to do and we sent him some samples of the lenticular plastic. Um, and what they did, you can see on that shield, there's four notches, two on each side. Um, and what they did is they produced us a clear shield here. Um, and you can see that we've got notches here on the corners. What he's actually got for us is we're going to have lenticular plastic that's going to be cut. Um, and I don't know if this is going to come up on the, uh, I'm on trying the to, there. I'm trying to figure out how to give you spotlight, but I mean, that's all right. We're, I'm we're new big. here. Oh, we're there you go. Here. That's better. Right. So, yeah. You can, you can see my finger behind that. Now, as I come back a little bit, what finger right? is that? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> you know, which finger it is. We're Mark. number one. Yeah, yeah. Number one, baby. But as you can see, as you start to pull back a little bit from it, like it, it really uh, around that curvature, you can't see much behind it. Mm -hmm. So what they did was we've got those notches on the shield. They're actually going to be able to get the lenticular material and it will actually clip in on that shield. He'll actually be able to hold it. And, you know, it's not a perfect invisibility effect, but you know what, if, if our figures are 10% invisible, that's 10% more than anybody else's. So um, you know, this is, this was really cool and this is very exciting. So we're, we're really glad we could do that, especially, um, since ghost is a deluxe figure. Um, you know, we really want him to, to kind of, to kind of stand out and have a cool feature. So well, it's, it's nice to have something nobody's ever done before. Yeah. Right. As mm -hmm. your hallmark. Yeah. So I'm impressed. Very cool. Yeah. So that's, Anyway, that's that's something uh, we, we haven't shared anywhere yet, but um, I, I wanted to point that out with those notches. That's that's something new that wasn't in the original illustrations. That's something cool that that Dave helped us come up with. And it's very exciting. So when the, fan, the fans are digging it and, and, and check this out. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. There you go. It's getting some high praise there. So 
uh, I dig it. Like that's a really, really cool concept. And now when, when it gets knocked off, <laughs> you can that's say right. we were, we were first, man. Yeah, we were first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's the sincerest form of flattery, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Someone rips, rips off your great ideas. Um, trying to, oh, and, but that's not all kids. There's more. And look at this. Artwork. We've got some great Douglas Hart art for both uh, Uptown and Outlaw again. Um, so Doug, I know we talked about him a little bit earlier. Doug did a lot of the art um, on Joe in the 90s um, after after Hector Carrito had come off. And I, I don't remember when Doug really came on the line, but he worked on a ton of stuff. Um, and he has a great style. Um, and we've been working with him um to give us kind of that vintage look and feel um anytime he can do something like he used to do it back in the day we tell him to to have at it and and he he gets to have fun with some of these characters he gets to to do some interesting things he's really into playing with the lighting um and the the rim light around the outside um you know and just just different lighting effects different characters he'll ask if he can try different things and um douglas, douglas has been great to work with i i he, he's fantastic the art looks great um, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to get this on packaging because I'm, I'm just very happy with the way the art's been. Well, I think it, this really illustrates your point. <laughs> bad pun there. Didn't mean it that way, but it's, I'll take it. Uh, usually my puns are that bad on purpose, but <laughs> how, how you talked about using the, uh, the, uh, coloring on the same chest, right? On similar mm -hmm. parts, right? These yep. guys are sitting right next to each other. And if you hadn't mentioned it, most people probably wouldn't have even noticed yeah. that that's the exact same vest, right? Yeah, when you see those those gray sculpts, it's very noticeable because they're the same color and there's no detail. But here you can see more of what the final deco is gonna look like. It, it, it really does, like you said, it looks different. They don't look the same even though you might know that some of those parts are shared. Yeah. And that's, that's deco, that's accessory. That's for the art. That's the posing of it, right? Which foot mm -hmm. is up and how are the hands located? And uh, I just think it's all really sharp. Very well, very well thought out. So kudos to you and the folks at, uh, at call sign longbow. And I think that's think not all. Yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more apologies, comrade. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is Volk and the Spetsnaz Trooper um, from our Soviet faction. Um, you know, again, great Doug Hart art um, done done in a classic style. You can see Volk's Volk's lighting is a little bit different because his, his uniform was black. So Doug wanted to try out some different things there. So he's got some some blue highlight along the side, which I love this. They look great in in full size like it, it's one thing on the screen like this but when you get the paintings in and you see all the brush strokes and stuff it looks it just looks fantastic so um anyway while while we're mentioning that uh at joe fest um we are going to have some color prints of, of this art um with the uh with the blast effect that we've got uh, not with these backgrounds but with the blast effect so that's that's something we will have at the show if anybody wants to come take a look at that or wants to pick up a couple of those we'll have we'll have a couple of those for sale so digging it bart bart of course has the most important question i mean <laughs> who's the red hair in line so we we actually had somebody with red hair uh that didn't make it into the kickstarter so uh like mark was talking about 
earlier, it's really easy when you're working on this um, for it to get very, very big. Um, and that happened with us. Um, and at one point we had 24 figures that we then pared down uh, to get to a much more manageable number. Um, so there was, there was a redheaded guy uh, in the lineup at one point, and I, I would assume that that figure will still make it eventually. Uh, mm -hmm. That will that will just become a series two or a series three uh, character because uh, they are. We want to get to all of those eventually. We just have to pace ourselves. Um, for for yeah. balance, though, I can see how that would throw it off, given the inherent genetic potential of a red. Ab absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I assume he was a night ops trooper because. I mean, come on, we're not, we're not built for, for outdoors and all that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So they, you know what? We've been, me and my tribe been dealing with it for a long time, Matt. It's fine, whatever. No problem. Oh, now we're, but Andrew's got it sniffed out. A little inside info here. Got a leak in the call sign Longbow uh, production process. But yeah, I can't wait for that. Drug cartel based out of can't wait for that honcho figure. It's gonna be <laughs> gonna be incredible. I just assumed you couldn't you couldn't sign the guy, right? Just the asking price just exorbitant. Too high, yeah. Actually, yeah, couldn't, I, couldn't afford that. Uh, the irony that the only Mark Weber figure ever produced <laughs> came from the mind and hands of Troy McKee at a, <laughs> at a, a, a joke on a long time ago, and he's still around here. That's right. That's that's right. It did. That's exactly right. And in the end, when 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 Daryl and I split that set up, he got to keep the uh, display cabinet. Troy made a for a uh, custom contest at at the Joe Fest in Loveland had a display cabinet and me and Daryl in front of it. And it was pretty, pretty outstanding. And I was like, the hard got... part was, was I actually duplicated a pattern on Daryl's shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing his Hawaiian shirt. And wasn't that the Daryl head off like iron bear or something? It was, it was. And I had a buddy of mine resize it because it was a little small okay. uh, on the, on the iron bear figure. So uh, he, he upped it by like five or 10% to, to get it, Get it to size. And I, and I was like, dude, who tears apart an Iron Bear figure for a custom? Because he was a pretty expensive fig, as I recall. So. <laughs> he was. that, But see, he cast that, so I didn't have to tear up that head. That okay. head went right back on the one in my collection. <laughs> you know, I, I've never asked, but whose giant noggin did you use for me? Oh, there was, was a pop figure, wasn't it? Right? It was a Star Wars Right? Figure. It was a Funko Pop figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a Star Wars figure, and it was an Imperial officer of some kind. Uh, right. And I remember he had blonde hair, but I remember thinking at the time it kind of looks like Mark. His big handsome um, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I uh, yeah, that one came. I, I don't remember, and I, admittedly, I don't I I don't know Star Wars well enough to tell you what character it was. I just remember seeing it and thinking that. So all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, he's uh, he's still in a spot of honor. I just need that big toy cabinet behind me to show that I'm a legit <laughs> podcaster. We're working on it. Uh, we'll try to get there. But so, then the kids won't be able to go upstairs. Right, exactly. <laughs> They'll be down here and I'll be shushing them the whole time. And maybe I got I got my I got my uh, G.I. Joe jersey up there. So I'm semi-legit, halfway there. Uh, all right, so let's see. Is there anything else? There is not. He Fiend, and that means uh, we're done. Uh, but to recap, because not everybody joins the show on time, 
call sign Longbow kicks ass. And if you didn't know that, you know now. And if you're not sure because you missed the beginning, Troy, where are they going to find out more about call sign Longbow? Head on over to cslongbow.com. cslongbow.com. And uh, there are character profiles. We've got the digital comic. And like I said, we've got a link out to uh, the backer kit pre-order store. So you can find everything we've got there. Um, and you can, you can find, find whatever you need. We, we don't, uh, post news very often there, but all the, all the important links are there. So that's what, that's where you need to go, uh, to a, uh, get in if you're not in and B, uh, rethink your choices in a positive way. You know, you probably getting some money back from the government. You can send it on in there. Time you, can always add. you can always place an additional order, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you feel like you need to do. It's time to troop build. What time is it? It's time to troop build. Time but to troop, troop build. Absolutely. It's always a good time to troop build. Uh, so get some tracksuit guys. If you're quick, you can get over there, triple your order. And be back before the end of our Kokomo's Toys. Spot. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. <laughs> Just like that. So much power. <laughs> oh, you know, there's something I didn't know. It Butter. just keeps playing if you don't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. No, I've, I've learned a lot. I got even, didn't think it was possible to have more respect for Mike, but I do. Uh, not just because of the buttons he has to push and all the things he does to keep the train on time, but the restraint he shows. Because <laughs> there's a lot here. <laughs> so, all right. So we got you, we got you your calendar. Let me make sure I got my to-do list done. We got the calendar. We told you where Mike and Joe are. We got through the the bit of news. We got totally up to speed on call sign longbow and learned about that bitch and shield uh that uh that blew my mind a little bit. Got the Kokomo Toys spot in. I think we've only got a couple things left, boys. So, and mine will be quick, and I'll lead off because I get to choose. Uh, talking about what we got in. What's new to the collection, new on your desk, new in your uh, toy cabinet. And for me, that's nothing. It has been a bit of a dry spell, uh, toy, toy included, uh, for, uh, for Mr. Weber right now. So, Troy, you're the guest. What's new? What's hot? I, uh... I got a test shot for a Robo Skull uh, retro figure. <laughs> oh, I got I got one too. Like who doesn't? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me do the triple screen here. So yeah, yeah so, uh, oh, bad, a little fuzzy. bad focus there. He's got short it, sleeves. Feels like I've been drinking. And uh, I've got his helmet and his alternate head. I've got there's there he is wearing the helmet. Let me get the focus there. Everybody feels hungover right now, and that's okay. And then there's a the alternate uh, Skeletron head here. So that's nice. Kind of see him. So anyway, this is this is what I got in, and this is just what I've been staring at for the last week and a half here. 
Um, but very, very excited again, big, big milestone and, uh, excited to, excited to have that. So. Absolutely. Like that's, it's funny cause there's no difference, no difference in that feeling between someone running a Kickstarter campaign or someone working at a gigantic toy company. When that first physical bit comes in that you've been working on, mm -hmm. it's, it is like super Christmas. Yeah. There's nothing quite like it. So, <laughs> so all right, Troy, you win, uh, especially especially because I got nothing. But uh, Rack Time Rob, you're usually good for uh, for a Batman or two. Yeah, you know what? Hang on, I left them in the room. Oh, uh, yeah, it won't take me long to get them. But I can't show you what I got in like just a few minutes ago. That's fair. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Come on now. He's gonna critique me. Wait, if he's on a different window, I could ban him finally. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys gotta be together. Hold on, look at this crashing the program. It's the uh. boss is back from assignment. You there? Kind of. I thought it was a standee for a second. <laughs> we, we don't want to do this because it's not turned into one of those. Echoey things. Oh, but that was our best show. Because <laughs> Rob's computer is right there. So you're going to so, get it through mine and then through his. You've never sounded better, Mike. I've got a lot of bass. Dude. A lot of bass. Ace of bass. Mike Irizarry joining us on the program. So I should dump this window? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. All right. Fine. I do what I'm told. All oh, right. God. All right. All right. Well, we got a Got a little addition to the Marvel Legends shelf here. We have a uh, crotchety old Nazi Baron Strucker. Ah, oh, there you go. In his in his Hydra underwear. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay. Most powerful nerd in the universe, the Molecule Man, for you know, oh, you Secret boy. Wars fans. Right. Where's Volcana? Should have been a two-pack. Yeah. And then the epitome of 1970s Avengers fun. Safari oh, jacket, Wonder Man. That's a good look right there. Are the glasses removable on Wonder uh, Man? Sadly, no. Oh, but you can tell that he's got like red eyes underneath. So. Okay. I'm liking Safari jacket, Wonder Man. Oh, that's Safari jacket, look. Wonder Man kicks ass. We need more West Coast Avengers yeah. to help balance it out, right? Well, I, I think they put up. A, speaking of that, they put up Hawkeye for pre-order today with the with oh, his yeah. uh, sky cycle. So yeah, with his air sled. Not exactly aerodynamic, but uh, but I'll give it up to you, Hawkeye. I appreciate the uh, anytime I see a vehicle, I'm excited, and it barely barely counts, I think. Yeah. So, uh, is Mike joining us for what he got in? Mike, what'd you get in? No, he's not. No, he got, he's not. He got nothing. He got nothing. <laughs> All righty. So I got something, but it's not ready. <laughs> All right, fair fair enough. So, uh, uh, your stuff's cool, Rob, but Troy wins. Uh, in the, uh, in the rankings, but I get the bronze medal. So I'll take that for what it's worth. Uh, By default. Yay! Yeah, exactly. Good at silver medal. Uh, but uh, that brings us to shout outs. And I'm going to go first again, because I want to make sure nobody scoops me on this. Because uh, uh, my sources, which is Facebook, tell me that uh, G.I. Joe legend Ron Rudat is one month into quitting smoking. Ooh. And... I don't have any experience quitting smoking, but 
Uh, I've heard it's a real pain in the ass. So, <laughs> so for Ron Rudat, who's on uh, who's on Mount Rushmore or modern GI Joe, to be uh, to be dropping the cigarette habit uh, as far along as he is, uh, you know, salute. We love it. Keep it up. I know it sucks, but you're doing the right thing. So that's my uh, my shout out to uh, to Ron Rudat putting down the cigarette. Good for him. Be sure yeah, to I'm get him some Kojak lollipops at uh, at Joe Fest. It's a good call. It's absolutely a good call. Uh, Troy, uh, your turn. Shouting out. I uh, want to shout out to all of our backers and everybody who supported Call Sign Longbow. As always, this is only possible because of you. Um, you know, we, we, we couldn't do it without you. Um, and, you know, we, we are so appreciative of that. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, my partner in crime, John Kukovich. Um, and Ben and Mark from Skeletron and Doug and everybody that we're working with on this project. Um, we're, we're just cooking along. Um, and, and I just can't tell you guys how much I appreciate, uh, all the backers and all the, all those folks that are helping out on the project. It's, uh, it's really awesome. And you too can join that community Yeah, you right can be now. <laughs> just, just head on over to cslongbow.com and, uh, if you, if you already ordered up your order, if you haven't ordered, what the hell? Get in. It's about time. Uh, Ragtime Rob, shouting it out. Yeah, shout out to Troy for joining us tonight. Absolutely. The studio audience for always coming in and listening. Uh, not shouting out to Mike because, you know, if you can see his <laughs> comments, he's apparently not wearing pants. Oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, everyone, for that mental imagery. And... I know we're kind of far out, but this Sunday, well, you know, we got a twofold here. This Sunday, it's the birthday of one, Mike. Oh, boy. Time to go shopping. And it's also Mother's Day. So shout out to all the moms, grandmas, aunts, whoever. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to all you mothers out there. Mother! See? (laughs) Just like that. Sound like a Mr. T video. Uh, So... Uh, I think we're all caught up. I think I hit all the right buttons. I hit some that I shouldn't. I made a debut that probably shouldn't have happened. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> like I said, if Mark's running the show, it'll be over quick. And boy, was that true. Uh, so uh, our future mom, Joe Colton, of course, got to give her a shout That's out. That's right. Uh, who will not be at uh, Tidewater Con uh, <laughs> unless Wes is chasing her. Get back in the car. Yeah, yeah. I told you. The doctor said, get back here. Stop it. Stop it. So anyway, <laughs> we appreciate you guys putting up with the substitute teacher. Uh, and uh, Mike will be back post-birthday. And next week, he better have something to share with what he got in, given that it's his friggin' birthday on Sunday. I already got lots of crap. Oh, see? <laughs> this is like this is like uh, the uh, Muppet sketch in the uh, operating room with the voice of God just dropping in. I like it. <laughs> See how many beachheads Mike gets on Sunday. We'll let you know next week. Uh, to the fans, we appreciate you joining us every week. Uh, and uh, like we always say, you can uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us right here on Tuesday nights. We appreciate the uh, the community supporting the longest running GI Joe fan cast uh, out there. So uh, often imitated, never duplicated. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, as we always say, if you can't. What is it? If you can't stay safe, be careful. That's right. Seems to work. Uh, and if I can just find the exit, <laughs> it's right 
around here. Good night, everybody. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to do it left-handed. Beer! Uh-huh.